What's up, guys? It's Calvin. Uh, time for another balcony talk. It is Tuesday night, 8.30. I had a phenomenal work day. Uh, I want to talk about how I get so much shit done. Um, how I manage to run as many projects as I do currently, which is kind of nuts. So I have Simplero. That's my main gig. Software company, integrated software for online for information marketers, for coaches, authors, speakers, entrepreneurs to run your entire business in one integrated platform so that you can have a successful, profitable business, but also so that you can go on vacation and not be terrified that shit's going to break while you're gone because it's all integrated. Shit's not going to break. Even if it were to break, we're there. And because it's all integrated, we can help you out. We've got a concierge team that is able to go in and just, you know, help out with anything that needs to happen in your account so that you can be on vacation and relax and have that well-deserved week or two or three or four with just yourself or your family or whatever it is. Anyway, not wanting to do make this a sales pitch for Simplero. Then I have a coaching business that I'm launching. Really excited about that because that was the reason I started Simplero in the first place was I was doing my own, my own coaching and teaching. Haven't been doing that for, for a while, so really, really excited to get back into that game. Um, it's, it's, my heart is so much in that, in helping others win, succeed in all areas of life. So very passionate about that. Then I have a workout business that I'm launching, Pafi, uh, is the training. It's developed by my friend and business partner, Banked Valentino Anderson, who is a freaking genius, like literally, literally bona fide genius when it comes to the body. Um, He's, he was the European karate champion in 1989. He's tra- uh, trained 600 body therapists in this body therapy system that he has systematized, that his grandfather originally developed and has gone inherited, been inherited down through the generations. It's unparalleled, unlike anything else in the world. So my mission is to bring that whole body SDS system to the U.S. In the meantime, we're bringing him, his workout, Pafi, to the U.S. and the global market. So... That's a business that I'm working on launching. Um, then there's Body Meal, which is another product created by the same guy, which is uh, a meal replacement powder. So that is already on the market in Denmark. I actually just got another sh- supply from Denmark of 640 individually packed meals because we were running out of our private supply and we're not going to be ready with U.S. manufacturing for another couple of months, unfortunately. It's been it's a complicated product because there's so many uh, uh, components in it in very small quantities. So it's a complicated product to make. And so it, it's been a struggle to find manufacturers, but we're getting there and we will get it launched. So that's that. Then I have Notable Nation, which is my politics program, which is a project is like my, my, my path, my long-term project to help America really crush it, really get back on track, back to its founding, founding ideals, unite the country. Because um, if you, if you ignore sort of like certain fringe people and politicians and, and other people at that sort of high, high level, 98% of us want the same things. And, and whether you're on the left or on the right, and um, most people are actually really good people and sane people. And so what, all of the things that we want, health, health, happiness, prosperity, safety, uh, uh, thriving economy, healthy planet Earth, all these things, they're not hard to accomplish. They're really not. Like at, a, at a, just a pure 
sort of technical, practical level, they're not hard to achieve at all. Very, very straightforward, easy. But the reason it's hard is that we're not, as a population, uh, ready for it. And so that project is all about elevating, you know, raising the maturity level of the population so that we can achieve these things. And it's sort of a, a, an approach of like, so as a software developer, if I were to get into a um, software project that's just, you know, some shit, shitty, you know, software development team that was like way too many people and they didn't know what the fuck they were doing and they've been building this for years and years and years and I was brought in to try to salvage that project which is kind of what government is right now, whether that's in the US or in, in, in Denmark, where I was born or other places, that's generally what the government is in, in the Western world, is like a software project of that, of that like that. Um, so what I would do as a software guy was I would be like, like forget the, pro- the code base that we have right now for a minute, set it aside for a minute. What, is, what are we trying to achieve here, right? What does success look like for this project? If we were to start over, what would we build to solve this problem? Who is, who is the customer? Like, who's who's going to be using it? What is what is the day to day environment that they're going to be using it in? How do we build something that like what would a solution look that would function perfectly that would be as minimal as possible to do the job and and make the customer the user more successful with it, right? And so taking that approach, I would then go back and look at all right, how much of what we already built can be used, right? And how much just needs to be scrapped and, and how can we kind of get from what we have to where we need to go, right? If you don't do that, if you just start with like, oh, this is what we have. Oh, it needs to be a little more this way. It needs to be a little more that way. It needs to be a little more that way. You end up with a com- complete clusterfuck, right? It's terrible. It's like slow and buggy and and super costly and doesn't make anybody happy. And that's exactly what we have right now in government. So. The plan, that's the, that's the idea behind Notable Nation. Um, and then there is, in relation to Notable Nation, there's a book that I'm uh, writing that I'm putting my finishes, finishing touches on called uh, We Can Do This, Overcoming the Political Divide and Creating the World that We Want to Live In. And so that book I'm working on also, right? So you can hear that's, that's a fairly wide variety of, of things and that's just my business life. And in addition to that, I actually work out about 11 hours a week. Um, and I have a wife and a dog. So, and some friends. And I do some mastermind dinners. And, you know, so, so you know, there's that. Um, so I have a lot of shit going on. How do I manage it? How do I manage it? So that's the topic of today's conversation. Today's balcony talk is how, do I, how the fuck do I manage that? And I'll tell you how. I'll tell you how. And it's, I will say, it's been a fucking learning process for me. It's been a freaking learning process because I'm very, very good at doing shit. But now I don't get to do a whole lot. So I have to figure out how to do through other people. And yet still be able to do the things that I'm uniquely capable of. Oh, I forgot another thing, which is I'm building my personal brand. So I've built my own Team Calvin that is all about promoting me and building my personal brand. So that's another project that I have going on. Um, yeah, so here's how I've, have, so here's some, my, my key tricks, my key learnings, my key t- techniques for, for doing this. Number one, EA team. EA team. Um, so I have, I have 
last year, like a year ago, I did not have an assistant at all. So um, Dan Martell said something that really stayed with me, which is if you don't have an assistant, you are the assistant. So I was like, fuck, I need to get an assistant. That was a little bit of a learning process. I had, I'm on my assistant number three now and she's fucking killer. And then <clears throat> besides her, I have two more on our EA team. Um, and we're hiring two more. So we'll have a, soon have a five person EA team which is fucking killer because they are amazing. EAs are brilliant. Part of this whole thing is knowing myself and knowing what I'm good at. I'm phenomenal at starting things. I'm phenomenal at vision. I'm phenomenal at strategy. I'm phenomenal at deep thinking, deep sort of like that mulling over intuitive. Does it feel right? Like, and you know, taking in a lot of information simplifying it, condensing it, putting it out in, in a simple, clear form. And, but before I do that, it needs to stew somewhere in my insides or my unconscious mind or wherever the hell is. That's the thing I'm good at. I'm good at being on, answering people's questions, coaching, being in front of an audience, right? So these are all things that I'm very, very good at. So I want to spend as much time as possible doing that. I'm terrible at details, being organized, finishing things like I suck at that terrible so that's why an EA team is phenomenal I work hard to surround myself with people who are finishers right with people who can you know get shit done finish things I don't need more ideas I got ideas up the wazoo right I don't need we don't need more ideas we need more focus more clarity lots of execution EA team is absolutely phenomenal when it comes to that it's funny like how i've usually my third try at something is is the one that works (laughs) and like my third accountant in denmark is the keeper i've had him for like 10 years now the the other two were not the third accountant in the u.s is good keeper like my third assistant is a keeper you know so like it's part of the game sometimes right you just have to like keep looking until you find the right person um and the right people is so fucking key so that's number one ea team absolutely killer and and um we have a very 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 good hiring process for for those i can get into that some other time um but that having a system for hiring people um which is different by for different roles right hiring an ea is a very different process from hiring a really great developer is a very different process from hiring a very a great UI designer. Is so you need to know the the specifics of each of those roles. Where do you go find them? How you vet them, etc. There's some similarities. Like it's all a funnel, right? It's all a marketing funnel. But but there's um, there are differences there. All right. So that's number one. Number two is my my organization. So what the structure I have now is Mondays. I have syncs, weekly sync meetings with each and every uh, project. So each of the projects that I mentioned before, Notable Nation in the book is one, right? But, but everything else is, um, is just one, one weekly, uh, one's weekly sync on Monday with each of the team, one for Simplero, one for my top leadership team, which is my COO, Matt, plus his EA and my EA. 
So we meet first, and then we meet with the Simplero team. We're actually going to move it, so we move all hands up right after that, and then it's going to, like, we're moving out to the other teams. But anyway, so Monday is weekly sync. Set the goals for the week. The, the you know, what does success look like for the week? And then on Friday, everybody does a status update on each of their projects that they're accountable for in Asana. Right. So that way the week is bookended. And then my schedule is Tuesday, Wednesday, clear. Nothing in the calendar. Tuesday, I'm religious about keeping that clear. Wednesday, if there is an emergency, if there is something, we can put it in on Wednesday. I try not to do it before noon because I need those mornings to do creative focused work. Once I get into meetings, it's hard for me to get back into that focus space. Thursdays is my sort of outside meeting day, podcast, interviews, other things. And Friday, we also I also keep clear. And that's my day where I sent meet usually with Matt for like three hours and uh, we talk strategy. So it's like loose. Um, yeah. I'll try to do as many calls, just FaceTime audio or just audio on my phone with headsets so that I don't feel tethered to the computer all the time. And I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't have to be in front of a camera, any of that stuff. Um, that helps with zoom fatigue. Um, another thing I do is work out a lot, like 11 hours a week. We do, I do a Pafai every morning, like an hour and a half, an hour, 40 minutes, um, full on five days a week. Uh, Saturdays I do a shorter Pafai usually. I skip this Saturday, but most Saturdays I'll do like a 45 minute Pafai. And then Sunday, my wife and I do a, a longer Kufai and stretching routine, which is at least two and a half hours um, together. So it's a lot of time spent working out. Aside from that, I sometimes go for a bike ride or things like that. So there's a lot of time spent exercising. I do find that it gives me the energy and the stamina to keep going. So that's a very important piece for me in, uh, in being able to accomplish as much as I do. Uh, the other thing is just being very clear, very clear on the goals and the objectives. Um, it's not always easy for me to do. Um, it, and, and there's a lot of trial and error involved in some of this. Like Team Calvin has been has been quite the learning experience, right? It, it was Team Calvin, and then it became sort of content machine with different brand directors. And then I was like, no, this doesn't feel right. This isn't, this isn't what I want. And so back to Team Calvin. So some of the team members end up having whiplash. Um, and that's just part of part of the game. Like I, I, I want, you know, I have to follow my gut and my intuition. And sometimes I get confused or I get a good idea and it turns out not to work in practice. That happens all the fucking time. Um, and so I just, I just got to change it to, uh, to what I feel like it has to be. So I think those are my top, top tips for for uh, productivity, there's also a, a, a learning learning tip. So I'm I'm a big tools kind of person. So for whenever there's like I consume a lot of content, like video training kind of stuff. And usually what I'll do is I'll download the the video, and then I'll put it into uh, depending on what it is. If it's video where I need the the video, I'll put it into Trint T R I N T. It's an app 
that does uh, transcript, and you can have the video and the transcript side by side. You can make highlights in the transcript. You can edit the transcript, and that way I can fairly quickly go back and just look through the highlights and remember, oh yeah, this is what they said, this is what they said. I can search through the transcript, and if there's you know some piece that I'm like, oh yeah, and I remember he talked about this here. I'm not sure I understood it fully. It's fairly easy for me to go back in and find it and just like listen to that section again, you know, search for a couple of keywords, find it, and then just listen to that again. Then I got it. So that saves me a ton of time. It allows me to consume a lot of, of content quickly. 1.6x speed usually uh, is my sweet spot for comprehension. Um, and then sometimes I'll like slow down. Keyboard shortcuts all the time. Keyboard shortcuts all the time. Another another tool is otter.ai on my phone for note taking. Very important. So that way I can just like quickly take a note. Uh, team communication. So I'll use Voxer with my team, which is a voice communication app. But I the rule is that I send a voice message to you and you send a text message back to me because it's faster. It's super fast for me to send a voice, but it's faster for me to read than to, to listen to you speak. So it's all about like at the at the stage where we're at, my time is super duper scarce. So it's all about you know using that, leveraging that. Uh, Tony Robbins has this concept that he calls net no extra time, right? So right now I'm doing balcony talk. I'm like pr- this is producing content that goes out, but then repurposing that as many ways as possible. But also, whenever I'm on an internal meeting. If there's content from that meeting that we can use for social media, we'll just use that, right? I don't need to record that again and say that again. Let's use the content, the, the recording that I already have. So as much as possible, I try to do that. Yeah, I think those are my top tips. So uh, let me know what your top tips are and what, let me know what was useful to you for, for your productivity. Um, it is, I mean, productivity is something I've cared about for a long, long time. I'm very, very, very patient in the long term and very, very impatient in the short term. <laughs> so so uh, it's something that I think I think a lot about how to be efficient, something that I have uh, sort of invested a lot of time and resources into learning how to be. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Let me know what topics you'd like me to co- co- cover. Always happy. I'm here to serve you, so I want to make you really kill it, really be incredible uh and incredibly happy and successful and fulfilled in your life so whatever let me know how i can be of service to you all right take care bye